Welcome to the Jamila Adams Experience Podcast. It's a place and a space for women over 40 to be inspired, encouraged, and heard. Your host, Jamila Adams, will talk about how life be lifing and how to find joy when overcoming challenges. You're invited to join the experience. Hey everyone, thank you for joining this week's episode. I'm so happy that you're here. So this week, I'm going to be talking about a subject that is one of those things that's growing on me because I'm transferring it from my personal life into my professional life. And so far it seems to be helping and it's being a mindful business owner, you know, being more mindful in my business. And it allows me to focus and recenter so that way I can get my tasks done without feeling like I'm all over the place. So what I do and have been doing um, as of late is setting the intention for the day. So I take a few moments um, each morning to set my attention. So I will put down what I'm grateful for, my gratitude, and what do I look for, and also go through my calendar of my to-do list. So to begin, I find a quiet place where I can sit comfortably without distractions. I close my eyes and take a few deep breaths. I visualize what is my day is going to be like and what do I want to accomplish. I also do this while I'm doing my daily devotional so that helps out a lot and I'm pretty sure I've talked about this in previous shows but it seems to be helping me form that peace, that peace of mind to where I don't feel like a chicken with his head cut off just going from one thing to one thing with one thing and not finding center or calm. So I set my attentions for the day and visualize what is going to help me get through the day. The other thing too that is very important that I'm transferring over from my personal life into my business life is prioritizing self-care. So I make time for myself each day to do self-care. To me, self-care is going to the gym in the morning or taking an afternoon uh, walk break and I do have it scheduled on my planner so that way I know once I've gotten uh, you know, so far in a project on that day, then I will get up and go take a walk for about 20 minutes, sometimes 30. So that way I can come back, feel refreshed and renewed. And it's allowing me to be able to recenter or yes, center, refocus and renew myself. So it also replenish because even though I do have that workout, you know, from walking, but I do feel replenished once I come back in and I feel refreshed so that way whatever ideas that I had I can you know see them clearly and put them into practice. So the other thing too that I find um, that's definitely along you know going with the whole mindfulness set is to be a active listener and to focus on what the main points that a prospective client is saying. So you have to be able to be the solution to your clients or prospective clients' problems. And in order to do that, you have to sit and listen to them, take notes. And then once you, they're done venting, you ask, you know, that you basically do, you mirror them, you answer their questions, and you both will come up with a solution that will help them and also will help you. I feel like as a business owner we are learning everything every day and in order to push forward 
you have to listen and take take it in you know because people are out here trying to come up with a better solution but they don't know how to get to that solution so that's where you step in and in order to do that you have to listen and it's an essential skill to have effective communication it involves fully concentrating on what the other person is saying processing their message and responding thoughtfully you know listen to the person and don't just answer haphazardly come in with some thought to it and then have an actual solution to their problem so definitely being more mindful um, for me is practicing uh, being more an active listener the other thing too that I find that helps me um, replenish refresh renew is taking a break you know I don't want to overwork myself because I still have a life other than you know just working on my business and talking with clients or networking and things of that nature so in order for me to be the best version of myself I have to take a break and it's not a sign of laziness and it's not a weakness it is important to maintaining your health and well-being and it also will help you know especially in this day and age help to be more productive and more successful in the long run so it's okay to take breaks you know, and especially as a business owner, that you make that time to do it. You just can't grind yourself down because then you won't be any good to anyone else. So I enjoyed talking with uh, our last guest, Karina Huddleston, about the work-life balance and why self-care is so important. And you have to prioritize it. Put yourself on your calendar and take care of yourself. Go out for a walk do what you got to do. The other thing I've learned about, you know, the whole mindfulness is doing the Pomodoro technique. And it involves, you know, working for a set period of time, usually 25 minutes, and then taking a short break, usually 5 minutes. And after four Pomodoros, you take a larger break, usually 15 to 30 minutes. This technique helps you to stay focused and productive while giving, you know, your regular breaks throughout the day. That's the thing, you have to step away. The problem is still gonna be there, but at least if you step away, you can come back with it, come back to it with a new attitude, probably um, a clearer mind, and you can just sit down and get started and working on it. So the other thing too that I find um, transferring from my personal life into my business life, you know, being more mindful is to practice gratitude. So I include this with my intention. So each time, you know, each day I take time to reflect on what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for my business. I'm grateful that I have a family that supports me and my business. I have, I'm grateful that I have friends and networking buddies who help me um, be the person or the business owner that I am today. So practicing gratitude is the biggest thing that we all should do in regards to keeping a journal, writing down things that you're grateful for. And I find that when I have that focus on, you know, my my family, my friends, and just what am I, you know, thankful for, what I'm grateful for, it helps me finish the day with a smile and, you know, put effort into what I'm doing, and especially when facing a challenge. So the other thing, too, about being a mindful business owner is to stay present. Try to stay present in the, and in the moment 
and avoid uh, dwelling on the past or worrying about the future. Staying present is an important aspect of, a, of living a healthy and happy life. When we dwell on the past and are worried about the future, we can be consumed with anxiety and stress. However, staying present can help us to feel more calm, centered, and focused. One way to stay present is to focus on our breath. Take a deep breath, you know. Breathe in for five seconds, hold, and then release it. That helps too, because it definitely will lower your heart rate and moves your mind into another pattern. So it's important to stay present by breathing and also just not to worry and stress. It's really hard to do that, you know, because you look at your, your numbers, they're not numbering, they're not matching up, or, you know, you wish you had made more this month than you did the last month, and you're kind of short on something. And that's, that's okay, that's what we do. But at the same time, we have to learn not to be consumed by it and also try to work on the steps to be able to increase what we have coming in. So the next thing about being a mindful business owner is to set boundaries. It is important to set boundaries for yourself and for your business. And this will help you to maintain a healthy work-life balance. You know, going back to um, last, you know, two weeks ago about setting time for yourself in regards to what, you know, what projects need to be done, how do you go about doing your networking, who are you speaking to, you know, you have to set boundaries because you're not always going to be working with someone, um, or I should say, you shouldn't work with someone that you don't feel good serving, if that makes sense. You know, it's, call it a vibe, call it an aura, call it something. If you do not resonate with that person, it's okay to say no and step away from it. Because you want your mind, your focus to be clear. And of course, you know, we were trying, we're trying to make a sale, but at what cost? You know, this person may be a micromanager and you are a free spirit and that just doesn't match. <laughs> so you have to set boundaries and that's okay. You know, in addition to that, it's important to communicate these boundaries with others, whether it be your clients, your colleagues, family or friends. You know, set clear expectations and boundaries and you can help prevent misunderstanding and um, ensure that everybody's on the same page. So if you find that this potential client is someone that you just, you know, they may have rubbed you the wrong way, it's okay to say, hey, you know what, I don't think we're a good fit. Let me put you to someone else and you guys could probably work things out better than we could. And that's okay. It's okay to set boundaries. Another thing too that I am going to have to do because I'm a one woman army, <laughs> but as to learn to delegate and not be afraid to delegate. So to find people that I trust in order to handle the tasks that I need to take care of would be great. Um, I have to remember to look at it from an aspect of, is this person going to be a help or a hindrance? And I have to make sure that this person I can rely on to get the job done and go from there. So it's one of those things to where I just have to sit down and go back and make our, set our boundaries, make our communication clear, concise, and then whatever the tasks are, be able to feed them to them 
a little bit at a time. I do plan on scaling my business, you know, in due time, Lord willing, and I can be able to hire out people to do the things that I rather work on something else and have them do that for me. Eventually that will happen. So once that, you know, delegation is done, you know, remember to get the feedback and also recognition for a job a job well done. When you gain someone's trust and vice versa, when they gain your trust, you feel better giving them your task, whatever it is, so that way you can ease into something else and they can move along with it. But if you don't trust them, then what's the point? Because then you, you are going to end up doing the work yourself anyway. And that's not the point. You're trying to free yourself up to do other things. So learn to delegate. And the other thing too, um, as a business owner, especially becoming more mindful, is to embrace failure. <sighs> the F word, that F word. Failure, though, is a natural part of the entrepreneurial journey. Embrace it and use it as a learning opportunity to improve yourself and your business. So I have my missteps, foul-ups, bleeps, blunders, whatever you want to call it, in this short period of time of having my business, and I've learned, of, you know, I've learned from them. The thing is, is making sure you learn it and not repeat it. So that's the whole point of embracing failure is to learn from it but don't repeat it. And so in this entrepreneurship journey, you know, it is gonna be full ups and downs. It's gonna have its failures and successes. While it can be easy to get discouraged by the, you know, the setbacks, it is important to remember that the failure is a natural part of the process. In fact, many successful entrepreneurs credit their failures as their key eventual, the key to their eventual success, I should say. So embracing failure means accepting that it will happen, because it will, and in using it as an opportunity to learn and grow. Rather than dwelling on what went wrong, take the time to reflect on what you can do differently the next time. And I had to do that. Um, and it's hard, you know, because you're like, how did I screw up this so bad, you know? Or what did I do to mess this up? And you just have to learn from it and move on. So the other thing too, and final thing, is to practice compassion. You know, being mindful, you have to observe everything around you and take everything in. But you also have to remember not only to be kind to yourself, or I should say be kind to others, but also be kind to yourself. And it's hard, you know, you give strangers more leeway than yourself sometimes, and you shouldn't do that. I'm not saying you shouldn't give strangers leeway, but you don't give yourself grace, and you should, because you're not perfect and it's okay to mess up you just have to learn from it and move forward so compassion is a powerful tool that can help us create a better work environment and improve our well-being when we practice kindness and compassion towards others and ourselves we create this positive atmosphere that fosters growth and productivity the more you overcome your challenges the more you can look back and say, this is what we did to do better. And you work on it. You have to do better and it will inc improve your productivity. One way to practice compassion is to be mindful of your own needs. It is important to take care of ourselves as you have the energy and the resources to take care of others. This means by getting enough rest, eating well, 
taking breaks when we need them and even working out and you find that you have this energy this this drive when you are focused and you are centered and you're compassionate so when you do that you you have this wonderful gift you have this beautiful tool to help you not only help others but to help yourself so another way to practice compassion is to be present and attentive to others to the needs of others this can be as simple as listening remember the whole act of listening to a you know a colleague in your or in your networking group and they just need to vent you know about what's going on with their business their home life and so on and we're all interconnected with each other and that's the beauty of networking for one but also relationships you know friendships familiar so on and when we gel together in spite of our differences then we can move forward and be kind and compassionate not only to others but to ourselves so it's one of those things like i said i'm learning to transfer this mindfulness from my personal life and putting it into my business so that way everything is i guess you could say fluid and it it's interchangeable you know i can move from one thing to another and still have a good mindset a positive mindset on what needs to be done as far as working on a project for a client or talking to a uh, a networking uh, colleague and so on so what i want for you to do my challenge for you as a budding business owner entrepreneur is take down what makes you feel good write down in your journal your gratitude journal three things that make you feel good as a business owner and write down three things that make you want to give up <laughs> because they're obviously that you have to have balance and then compare the two and look at it from another point of view and say hey talk to another business owner or someone that you know and love and trust or like and trust and say you know me how do you think i am as a business owner what things can be done differently and listen to them and let them give you ideas on what you can do to do better and the other thing in closing is we're not alone the best thing you can do is find someone or a group and be able to uh, bounce ideas off of them and work with them and then the more you talk the more others listen and vice versa so you just have to use these mindfulness practices and that will allow you to do better i hope this helps so until next week i want you to be inspired be inspiring be encouraged be encouraging but most of all i want you to be you and i'll chat with you next week do you have a passion project you want to bring to life let jamila adams at your service help you jamila adams at your service was created to assist business women 40 plus by bringing their passion project to life through website design and marketing Visit her website, jamilaadamsatyourservice.com, and register for a free 
30-minute consultation. Remember, you have a voice. Use it.